Who wants to go to Paris? Who wants to travel Europe? Who wants to drive across America? What is actually holding you back? Welcome everybody to the Urban Property Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saggers, and I'm here to help you crack the code of real estate wealth. Today, we're going to unpack some foundation lessons when it comes to real estate. I think before we move forward through the Property Investor Podcast, where I'm going to get to far more interesting, complicated and dynamic ideas around real estate investment. Really want you to understand how investment works, the foundations of being a great property investor. Today, we are definitely going to crack the code when it comes to some basic principles around wealth. I think if you don't know anything about me, it's a really good opportunity to go back and listen, listen to episode one and two of this podcast and you'll get to understand me, what has brought me here today to serve you when it comes to understanding a little bit about real estate wealth, what you can do from property investment. So I've got a question for everyone listening. Are you a hope and pray investor? Do you actually have a property strategy? Do you know your plan? Are you familiar with how much money you need to retire from property income? What is actually holding you back? Do you make emotional decisions? Have you paid too much for real estate? Remember the first property I ever bought, I absolutely got it wrong. So I know where you're coming from. I paid too much for a property. I bought it at the peak of a marketplace. I ended up dusting 30,000 bucks on my first property by selling it for a loss. See, a Hope and Bray investor buys at the top of the market, really gives up when the going gets tough, makes emotional decisions, and ultimately pays way too much for real estate. Today, I want to give you some framework so that you can understand a little bit about money. And that money is ultimately a magnet. Now, I'm going to give my book a plug. This is the part-time money magnet. Make sure you read it. It's freaking awesome and it helps you understand that money is actually a magnet. It magnetizes things. Once you understand how money works, can absolutely reframe, rechange and redirect your life. The reality is most of us can change the course of our life instantly instantly you don't have to wait five years you don't have to wait three you don't have to do it in ten now the first lesson i think when it comes to becoming a great property investor is to understand money buckets money buckets wealth see the way i look at wealth is you create a bucket just like this little cup i'm holding in my hand all of a sudden you need to put things in See, most Australians only put one thing in the bucket. They put income from their wage. And here's the problem. We know that doesn't work. 
See, coronavirus has come along and shaken things up. We now know that most Australians and Kiwis are broke. They actually are not even putting their savings in a bucket. Most Australians are one month away from the breadline, from missing their rental payment, from missing their mortgage. Sadly, coronavirus has shown us that most Australians are one month away from the dole queue. And the dole queue is getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the day. So the first money bucket you can do, and for those listening, I'm demonstrating a little cup to those watching on our TV channel. The second idea of money is you can take another magnet and simply put it in your bucket, in your cup. And of course, what other magnets are out there that you can accumulate? Well, we know your wage is one. You can save money. But here's the thing. No one has ever saved themselves wealthy. The idea of money is simply it is a magnet for more money. One of the great opportunities here in Australia is superannuation. Superannuation is a money bucket concept. You take super, you put it and keep it for a rainy day. Now, super is ultimately something that most Australians, less New Zealanders, are really, by law, asked to go and do. Superannuation, it's a money bucket principle. Then we have other principles like tax. See, most Australians pay way too much tax. They don't get tax deductions. They don't put those tax deductions in their money bucket. So once we realise we've got our wage, we do have superannuation, and we can actually add to our superannuation. We can do all sorts of things from superannuation. You can speak to a financial advisor and get advice around shares, property. You can do all sorts of extra contributions to your super. So we know we've got our wage. We know we've got our super. We know we in Australia are socially engineered to pay tax. Most Australians do not eliminate their tax. It's the biggest financial inefficiency in most people's lives. So once we realise we can actually get our tax back, we can go to work all week and all that tax we pay all week can actually come back into our wealth money bucket. Well, it starts to transform how we can invest. We then have our passive income opportunities. This is things like property, things like shares, and things like businesses. If we can associate ourselves with even a side hustle business, it could be as simple as setting up something on Amazon to sell a product, all of a sudden we have a business creating income for our bucket. We, of course, have shares, which are a nice, easy way to create an extra dividend at the end of every financial year from the stock market. And, of course, the one I love the most, the biggest bucket of them all, is, of course, the property bucket. See, once you work out how to master property, you start to reframe your life 
and live off what is a mystery to most people. The mystery, of course, is passive income. See, a lot of people love real estate and the idea of real estate. Most people get real estate all wrong. They don't go on a mission of income replacement. They buy real estate with fundamentally no end game in sight. So it goes back to the question, you know, what is your end game? What do you want from this? See, we're all on a different journey. We're all living through a different life. But here's when the rubber meets the road. Meets the road. It is retirement, folks. Retirement. When do you want to get out of the rat race? How much money do you need to live the life you want? What is your number? Is it 50 grand a year that you need in income? Is it 100 grand a year? Is it 300 grand a year? Well, here's some alarming statistics, guys. Out of every 100 people that are born in Australia, only one person ends up financially secure, wealthy. One out of every 100 people born in Australia. Here's the real Australian Bureau of Statistics st stats. And it'd be no different in New Zealand for our awesome Kiwi listeners. See, 15 people pass away before age 65, so they don't really count in the figures. 74 out of every 100 people born are on welfare in retirement. Do you want to know where our taxes go? Do you not want to know where the most money goes for Australians in your tax? It goes to propping up the pension. Australia is a Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. How it works, if you're not familiar with it, we create more taxpayers. We create a bigger population. We do that through population economics. You bring more people into the country. You create more tax. More revenue creates more amount of money for government to pay the pension. See, most Australians actually live on the pension. Do you guys know what the pension number is? The pension for a couple today in Australia is $36,000 per annum. $36,000 per annum. Now, I'll tell you what, the pension is a problem. If you've ever understood or met someone elderly, and I'm a big believer you learn from your elders. Your elders are ultimately the masters of life. And I guarantee you, go speak to an elder now and ask them how they're doing. They're doing it tough. The great deflation is here. Money in the bank is worthless and the pension cannot keep up with the standard of living. People are broke. Older people are doing it tough. See, most Australians end up in a position which is asset rich and cash poor. But actually, are they asset rich? Well, I would argue they're not. They're not asset rich. Owning a shelter over the, your head, a roof over your head, doesn't mean you're asset rich. It means you have shelter. Being asset rich actually creates income. If you've got assets, debt-free, producing income, you live off income. Australians are not asset rich and cash poor. They're asset poor and cash poor. So how do we change the course of our world? How do we end up as that one person financially independent. Well, of course, this is the foundation of buying real estate. 
See, a lot of people don't start with this knowledge to actually proceed to buy the right property. And the reason I talk about money before I talk about property is because money is the ultimate outcome of real estate. Money is the ultimate source of your life. Now, we can all have different beliefs around money. A lot of people's money beliefs are all wrong. Money is evil. Money is the root of all evil. Well, the reality is money can change the world. Money can cure disease. Money can reframe people's lives. Money can create just awesome legacies for friends, family. It can get people out of a hole. So we all need it. And the less of it we have, the less better off the world actually is. See, most people's income retirement plan is a simple one. Get on the pension and spend their super. Super is, well, not going to save you. The average person's super balance, if they're a male, by age 55 is 128000 bucks. The average female absolutely gets rorted. Ladies get absolutely toasted in the super space. The average female is on about 73000 bucks by age 55 in their super. That's their balance. Now, I don't, don't know about you guys, but I couldn't live off that. I couldn't live off that at all. Even on a 5% return, that's throwing out a, absolutely no money every year. So you've got a $36,000 per couple pension and you've got a super balance at, say, age 60 for females of $100,000 a year, returning 5%. Wow. That's like nothing. That's five grand. That's 10 grand. That's, it's, 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 it's not going to work, right? You know what happens if you do the plan, the, the Australian government, the New Zealand government wants you to do? Socially engineering you? You go to a weird shit lake on a holiday three days a year where other weirdos hang out. That's what you do with your life. You go, you know what? We're broke, but we're chipper. Let's just hook in and go to the weirdest town possible and camp, buy a campfire, buy a creek and have a good time. And yeah, we're going to have a wicked time by the weird lake I mean, piss off. Let's get up real here, folks. Who wants to go to Paris? Who wants to travel Europe? Who wants to drive across America? Who wants to walk the Nepalese mountains? I mean, let's get real. This is not the life you want. If you want to end up going to Lake Weirdo, then just get off this podcast now because... That's not what I'm about. I'm about like, let's work out your number. And your number needs to be high. It needs to be high. I worked my number out the other day. I need $9 million, $9 million to live 30 years from age 60 to age 90 in retirement. I need $200,000 a year. I need $9 million. See, when it comes to money, there is studies in relation to money. When you've got the flexibility around money, 
It really gives you so many options from better healthcare to better wellness. You're actually going to live longer. There are studies that people pass away when they're fundamentally fragile around money. Of course, one of the best ways to create money in Australia is through real estate. Australians love real estate. And really the purpose of this episode is to give you some framework so we can go into some really interesting places together. I wanna take you on a journey so that you understand real estate beyond 2020. But it is important to understand some building blocks when it comes to real estate. And this episode is the building block to understand we need money, we need buckets of wealth, and of course, we need to create wealth using a vehicle. Now, for me, it's real estate. For you, it could be shares. For you, it could be uh, businesses, online businesses. It doesn't have to be real estate. You just have to pick something and get very good at it. Obviously, the Urban Property Investor podcast is a property investment show. Today, if you want to understand real estate, I'm going to give you two or three tips so you can walk away from this episode going, okay, I'm going to give this a bit of a whirl. I'm going to follow some real estate fundamentals. For me, there are six market drivers that grows real estate. I want to talk you through some of them. The first is that to find growth in real estate, you can look for population growth, where a population is changing. The second is infrastructure. Great infrastructure projects happen all over the country, and that infrastructure creates demand. The fundamental pillars of real estate are six of them. Population, infrastructure, supply versus demand, economics, demographics, and yield. Where that is, is usually a pretty good place to invest. As a framework of understanding the bare minimum, the BAM, bare-ass minimum of real estate wealth, it's understanding the key fundamentals of growth. Growth comes from drivers, and there are six of them in real estate. Demographics is one which I love studying. How will people live into the future? Why are so many people rushing, for example, to one-bedroom apartments in the middle of COVID-19? What are the influences reshaping society? How come walking has al almost become a buzzword when we all grew up with cars? See, real estate is changing and the more you understand the six drivers, the more interesting your investments become and the, ultimately the more money actually happens for you from property. Remember, your goal is to replace your income. Here in Australia, Australia has a business plan. By 2051, Australia wants around 40 million people in the country. 40 million citizens, staggering amount of people. It's taken 227 years for Australia to reach 25 million people. It will only take another uh, short few decades for Australia to reach 40 million people. See, knowing this makes investment pretty simple. We stick to urban areas, big built cities, and we invest in them. My podcast, The Urban Property Investor, is all about understanding how we can make money 
in city areas, in, in great locations which ultimately are going to become more valuable as the population swells, as Australia urbanises and drifts into a bigger, more masterful population. Without question, for me, I teach the idea of four forms of growth, which are deal growth, making money from the deal, making money from the location, location growth, making money from the market, market growth, and something you'll hear a lot about in this podcast series, behavioral growth. What influences and trends are going to reshape people's life that influence wealth outcomes. Remember, for you and for me, we are on a hunt for income. We want to put money in this bucket. We want money from our taxes, from our superannuation, from shares, from property. See, once you understand how to magnetize the bucket, wealth kind of happens. You know, last week I bought 2,000 Apple shares. But I didn't actually buy it. So what bought it? Well, a property I'd paid off in full, debt-free on, rents for $2,000 a month. That property now buys every month shares. It's not me buying the shares. It's my asset buying the shares for me. All of a sudden, when you work out the idea of creating money, you create more money. And the simple principle of wealth creation is the idea that you buy assets that ultimately can buy more assets. Your asset is an instrument to grow more assets. So one of them, for example, is the idea that you can eliminate some of your financial inefficiencies. Really, the two biggest financial inefficiencies in most people's life is tax and bad debt. Tax and bad debt. Eliminate it. See, for most Australians, they actually spend more than they earn and they forget to actually eliminate their tax. A lot of Australians pay 30, 40, even 50% tax. So what does that actually mean? Well, let's say we go to work five, six days a week and everything we earn gets taxed at 40%. That means two to three days every week we go to work. We're not working for our money bucket. We're working for the tax man. We're working for ScoMo. So what if we could change that? Well, at the core... Real estate allows you to do that. If you buy two or three, four good properties in good locations, newer the better, all of a sudden you can reclaim your Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Your, the money that you would otherwise pay in tax can be offset by your properties. All of a sudden the depreciation allowances that properties bring gives you your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday back. You're not working those days to pay tax. You're working to eliminate tax. And of course, what that means is all that money comes back into your bucket. 
it magnetizes. It means you can use it to make more money. Remember, I have a property, $2,000 a month in rent, just went and bought shares. I didn't buy shares. I didn't have to go to work to buy shares. My property bought shares. The same concept works with tax. Once you realize that property eliminates tax, all of a sudden you don't have to work to pay tax. Your property is actually giving your tax back. So real estate at its fundamental core is an absolute stunning way to magnetize wealth. The reality is most people don't have a plan. They don't have a strategy. They don't know their number. Most people do not understand how much they need to retire on. So the lessons from this episode are fairly simple. You need to know your number. You need to work out the mathematical equation to get where you need to go. Now, I work with a lot of people and a lot of people's default future is the pension. A lot of people's default future is pension economics, which is a combination of government-sponsored money and the obliteration of people's superannuation, pension economics. So you can live any way you want, but I can tell you when we coach people, when we help people and sit down with them, there's a couple of real dynamics which come into play. The major ones are that if people want to replace their income and they want to do it through real estate, they have to get on with it. They can't sit on the fence because to create $100,000 from income at around a 5% minimum return, you need to pay off $2 million worth of real estate. You need to be debt-free on $2 million worth of real estate, yielding 5% to create $100,000 passive income for yourself or for yourself and your partner. Remember, the pension is $36,000 per annum. So, no doubt you probably want a roof over your head as well, which is your family home. So, all up, in life, most people's family homes, probably about a million as well, we need to work out how to get debt-free around three million bucks of real estate minimum. Minimum. So, Real estate, it's an awesome way to make money and I'm going to coach and train you on the different ways to understand markets, people and places and understand how to make money out of real estate. But I think to begin the journey of our real estate odyssey together, you need to understand the framework of wealth. Remember folks, you can change the world through real estate Without question, real estate is Australia's number one vehicle of wealth. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I really look forward to catching up with you next time. Hey, tune in. I'll catch you soon. Sam Saggers here, signing off. Thanks for tuning in to the Urban Property Investor. To never miss an episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app or on YouTube. And I would love it if you could give the show a rating and share it with your friends and family. In between episodes, you can always keep in touch with me by connecting on social media over Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Until we meet again on the next episode of the Urban Property Investor, take care and bye for now.